Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, a great delight to be with us this wonderful Monday morning, the 21st day of June 2021. This is indeed the day that the Lord has made. And he has loaded this day for your rejoicing and for my rejoicing. So let's lift up our voices again this morning and give him thanks for his ever faithful. Our God, we are grateful. In the name of Jesus Christ, we approach your holy presence this morning and say thank you. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for giving us grace. Thank you for assessing your presence by Jesus. We celebrate you. This morning again, we recognize that you're the one that woke us up. And so we have come to you to say thank you. Lord God, there is a purpose for each of us today. And so we have come to hear your word so that we can be directed correctly. This morning, we desire your Holy Spirit to help us to please you. Lord, we want to please you. Help us to please you in all that we think, in all that we say, and in every of our action. Father, today, let it be a day invested to the glory of your name and the advancement of your kingdom. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. Make today another great day for us. And by extension, make this week a week of joy and testimony for us. Lord, at the service yesterday, you told us that this week is a week of fruitfulness. So we pray that as we settle with your instruction, our lives shall be fruitful in all areas. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Teach us your word again this morning and let the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. My brothers and sisters, it's a privilege for us to be together this morning on this great platform. And I trust the hand of God to do us good. Please don't forget, this is our third week of our operation. By all means, simply mean this our midst of the year revival period. And it simply follows that this revival time, God wants to do new and great things in our lives. But God will not move in the affairs of men without the men responding. So that's why every one of us in this season is required of us to be awake and alive to the directives of God by the help of the Holy Ghost and to please Him so that our destiny will take a better turn. In this third week, each of us will have a testimony to share in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, let's know the following as we open up this week. One, that we serve the God of addition and multiplication. If you are a child of God and you serve God, please note that our God that we serve is the God of addition and multiplication. It is the will of God to add to us on a daily basis and to multiply us. Amen. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 47, Acts chapter 2, verse 47, the Bible says, Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So the Lord adds daily. There is a daily addition that God does to us, such as should be saved. And I believe God that this daily addition will do us great and good in Jesus' name. The Lord adds. The Lord adds. He will add to your life. He will add to my life. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19, the Bible says, And out of them shall proceed thanks given at the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. So God also multiplies. He adds, he multiplies. So by all means, God increases us. Hallelujah. No wonder I ask chapter 6, verse 7. The Bible says, And the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And the great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Now, it helps us to appreciate that it is the increase of the word of God that brings about the multiplication that we desire. Let the word of God increase in our midst. 
let the word of God rule our hearts and let us follow the instruction of the word of God. Then we will enjoy increase, both as a church, as a community, and as in families and individuals. So the God we serve is a God of addition and multiplication. Amen. But you see, as touching church growth, we must plant and water before the God of increase can step in. We must plant and water before the God of increase can step in. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6 to 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 beginning. The Bible talks about our God of increase. I have planted, the Bible says, Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. So then, neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watered, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planted and he that watered are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Praise God. So we must do something. God will not work in isolation of man. Man's input is needed. We must do something. And what we do is what makes the hand of God to work faithfully in our lives. Amen. Apollo watered. Paul planted. And God gave increase. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now here... Planting is about reaching out to the lost with the gospel of salvation. Why watering is about praying to them to see them saved and established in the faith. We plant as we go out evangelizing and telling them the gospel of salvation which Jesus brought. And we are privileged partakers of that gospel. We are experiential testimonials of what God is doing. And so we take it out to tell them and we now pray for them so that the same thing we are enjoying and experiencing, they will enjoy even much more. So that's why we plant when we go out for outreaches and evangelism. And we water when we pray consigning their issues. Amen. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16, the Bible says, Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So preach to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So pray to every scripture. So go and plant. That's what he's saying. And in Luke 8, verse 8 to 11, we are told on how a farmer went out, a sower went out to sow seeds. He was planting, ministering the word of God. And the Bible says, some fell on good ground, and they sprang up, and bear fruit a hundredfold. And when he has said this thing, he asked them, he that had the let him hear. And Simon asked him, what might this parable be? And he told them, unto you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to all that is in parable, seeing that they might not see and hear it, they might not understand. Now, verse 11, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So we are planting the word of God in the hearts of men. The seed, the seed, the seed is the word of God. The seed that will germinate is the word of God. And the hearts of men is the ground. So the good heart receives the word and the word becomes productive in their lives. Amen. And that's why we must go out to pray and to water and come in to pray for them. Amen. Look at what Paul said in Galatians 4, 19. He said, my little children, of whom I travel in bed again until Christ before me, you. Hallelujah. I sow seed of God into your heart. You accepted, but I must pray for your establishment that this word become reality in your life. Hallelujah. That's why this week, we are going to be looking at our exhortation captioned, no church grows without the people on the go. No church grows without a people on the go. We want to grow as a church. We must be on the go to invite others. We must bring them in. 
telling them of the gospel of Jesus Christ, showing them the testimony of Christ upon their lives, and praying them in. Hallelujah. We saw a parable Jesus gave to us in Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, verse 16 to 23. Luke 14, 16 to 23. The Bible says, A certain man made a great supper and invited many. And sent the servant at the supper time to say to them that all things were ready. Come, all things are now ready. And they one by one began to make excuses. The first said, I bought a piece of ground. I must need go and see it. Please, I pray help me excuse. And I said, I've just bought five yoke of oxen. That is, I've just bought five um, tractors. I want to go and work on my land. I want to prove them. I want to test them. And he said, I pray help me excuse. And I said, I just married a wife. You know, I must be with my wife. I cannot come. So the servant came and told the Lord all these things. The master of the house was angry though. I said to the servant, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor, the maim, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compare them to come in that my house may be filled. The essence is the house of God must be full. It must be filled because there is place for everyone in the house of God. That God that created us has ordained great destinies for us. So there is space. Anyone whose destiny is shattered, whether rich or poor, as long as they are not walking in accordance with the will of God, please invite them. There is a place for them. God's house is the potter's house. It's where destinies are remolded. Shattered destinies are reshaped. It's where failure meet face to face with success. Please invite them. This is where God is doing his great work. And you begin to see the example of what God will do in their lives. In their own lives, they shall become testimonials to others around them. Amen. So no church goes without the people on the go. The disciples, the servants of the master had to go again and again and again. So you and I must go again and again and again until the house is filled. If the house is not filled, our assignment is not completed. So we must be on the go regularly. Amen. Please receive grace to be on the go both on the prayer altar and on the harvest field and god will do you good in the name of jesus christ quickly this morning let's quickly look at two things number one someone must tell another come and see before they choose either to come or not they must be told come and see what god is doing here come and see the faithfulness of god here come and hear the testimonies of people here including mine come come to church amen in john chapter one Verse 40 and 42. The Bible speaking here. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. That is, Jesus was coming and John spoke about Jesus. And the disciples of John saw Jesus. And the Bible says one of them was Simon Peter, uh, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And so what did he do? He first finded his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted as the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation the stone. Can you see that? He first find his brother. That's your erring brother, your erring relative, your friend, your neighbor, your colleague. Please bring them in. Introduce them to Jesus. Because destiny is always better with Jesus. Bring them in. My brothers and sisters, let's be awake this season. Let's not allow uh, familiarity to make us forget the blessings that God will give to others. Bring them in. Let's be awake. Now, another example is in John 1, 45 to 49. The Bible talks about Philip. 
who founded Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophet did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. So tell them, Come and see. Are you sure they are doing right in the church? Come and see. I don't have the right answers to give to you. When you come, God will show you yourself. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said unto him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no God. Nathaniel said unto Jesus, Where thou knowest me? Jesus had answered him and said, Before that Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. Ah! Nathaniel answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Now, you know this, human beings always like some magical issues to tell them the unknown. That's why people run to necromancers, soothsayers, native doctors, witch doctors to begin to read their palms, read their future. People, human beings are prone to that. But beyond that, Jesus can tell you your past, your present, and your future. And they will come to true pass. Hallelujah. He said, before uh, Nathaniel met you, I saw you under the tree. Before Philip met you, sorry, I saw you under the tree. So I have known you before you came. He said, wow. Wow. And he said, ah, in short, you are the king of Israel. <laughs> My brother, God wants to honor you. Please invite them to Jesus. Amen. Luke 14, 16 and 17, the Bible says, Then he said unto him, A certain man made the grace of her and bid many, and bid many, bid many, and sent his servant at supper time to say unto them, that I will be the come for all things and now ready. Your tool for work, your instrument for this assignment is tell them, come, all things concerning their glorious destiny is ready. Come to church, and you begin to see the faithfulness of God. In Jesus' name. Number two point is this. In the same vein, every growing church must be a praying church. We are inviting them. Great. We are calling them to come. Great. But we must pray for God to do something in their lives that will keep them to stay so that our numbers will increase. We will enjoy multitude of worshippers who are worshipping Jesus the Christ. We must pray. We want to grow. Prayer is the answer to it. Prayer is what helps the word of God to penetrate the hearts of men. Prayer is what directs the word of God into the hearts of men for their solutions to come. Prayer is what makes the church comfortable for people when they come. Prayer is what gives solutions. Prayer is what gives directions. We must pray. It's a must as a child of God. That's what the Bible says. When ye pray, Prayer is one of the schedule of the daily life of a Christian. We must pray. Hallelujah. As a child, we must pray. A child of God, we must pray. Ezekiel 36, 37 says, Thus hear the Lord God, I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Israel. To do it for them, I will increase them with men like a flock. Simply, when you inquire of me, the house of Israel, the church, ask of me. He said, when they do it, I will do When they ask, I will do it. What will I do? I will increase them with men like a flock. God will fill this place with men but we must ask we must ask in prayers we must inquire psalm chapter 2 verse 8 also says the same thing he say ask of me and i will give thee the hidden for thy inheritance and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession so the hidden in our streets in our community in our harvest feed we must ask god deliver that family deliver that man that woman deliver that those people deliver that compound from occultism deliver that young boy that young girl deliver them from going to the pit god deliver them Ask of me, give me, give them their, give to me their heart. I want to possess their souls. Lord, show me the way to deliver them into my hand and bring them to be settled in your church. Amen. We must ask specific. 
James chapter 2, chapter 4, verse 2 says, James 4, 2. Ye lost, I have not. Ye key and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Simply means you ask not specifically. Let's ask specifics. And you know what? God will deliver to us. Solomon asked specifically, he was giving wisdom. Hannah asked for a man child, she was giving. Whatever you ask, the number of souls you're asking this week, God will deliver it to you. Please be specific. Lord, this week I want 10 souls to follow me, and God will do it. And you fashion out your day, every day to two, and see what God will do. You'll be surprised that even one day God will give you the whole 10, and you now pray for them to be established, and they come to church. So let's ask specifically. That's why. As we are on the go, we must also be praying because that is what we establish our effort on the field in the house of God. Every produce seller goes to his farm, harvests his produce crops, and does not leave them in the field. He brings them into the produce store for them to be weighed, accepted, and be paid until what we have gone to do in the field, the people we are going to talk to, come into the house of God and are established. Um, we may not be part of the blessings, but I tell you, that's the essence of prayers. As you go out outreach, bring them in, cause them to establish them as you pray, then your testimony will be for all to see. That shall be your glorious testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. No one who holds on the word of God this week will return empty in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree by the authority of scriptures and everyone under the sound of my voice that decides to obey the voice of the Holy Ghost this morning, this week, you shall be fruitful on every area in the name of jesus christ so shall it be you are blessed in jesus name also don't forget we do our morning and evening rates every day morning rate eight o'clock in the morning to 9 30 in the morning 8 a.m to 9 30 a.m and evening rate here at living faith church in jede 5 30 p.m to 6 30 p.m and the god of all grace will do you good be part of us as we join hands together, then we will enjoy the faithfulness of God in Jesus' name. For now, go in peace. Make sure today is used judiciously, and none of this day moments shall be wasted in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the goodness of God in faith. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. I receive and believe this prophetic verdict. Then as turn around to become your new identity from henceforth. Same shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. And now together, amen and amen.